Hi, this is a production of Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, where our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. Our service times are 9 and 11 each Sunday morning. Find out more at www.communitycovenant.net. Hey, good morning. It's good to see you. I have to say, a couple days ago, uh, after the earthquake, I was thinking, man, there's there's no way we're meeting for church. And to come down here and see how little damage there was. And a certain psalm came to mind, okay? Can I read a couple of verses? This is it behind me. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and form and the mountains quake with their surging. It is so good that we have this hope in Jesus Christ, and uh, we want more of our community to know that hope. So we have this mission statement. So even on this day when things are different, you know what we're going to do? We're going to read our mission statement together. Here we go. Let's read it aloud. Our mission is to bring Christ's hope, healing, and wholeness to our community and to our world. It's really neat for me, because I'm on staff here, I get to hear about some of the things that are happening and ways that people are ministering in our community, and I'm very encouraged. I want to pass that along. Uh, People giving meals, people going to people's houses and helping to clean up, and people showing up here yesterday when their house is still a mess, and they're cleaning up here. It's just really neat to see. And I was actually really proud of our community, too. So that was exciting to see. Well, uh, if you're newer around here, this is a little bit different Sunday. It's going to be a little bit shorter, okay? And uh, if you would like more information about our church or anything like that, please come talk to me or pa- Pastor Todd or one of our other staff people around. We'd love. Normally, we have worship guys to, ha- uh, to hand out. We normally print those on Friday, but we decided not to this week, Okay. I have great news this morning, though. Yesterday, I called the 9th Army Band and said, Hey, our building cleared inspection. They said, Great, we want to do the concert. So unless you hear otherwise, this Friday, I'm waiting for final confirmation, but the the initial word I heard was, We want to do it. And so this Friday at uh, 7 o'clock, right here in our sanctuary, the 9th Army Band, we're still planning on having them, okay? If for some reason we have to post an update, we'll send an email and we'll put something on Facebook on our website. But uh, we're anticipating being able to do that this week, so we're very excited. Uh, hopefully you know that there are no children's, some of our classrooms and offices still need to get cleaned up a little bit. Nursery is available out there, but we're going to invite our kids. We're going to have a little shorter service today, sing some more Christmas carols. And uh, right now we are going to light the Advent candle. Today we are lighting the shepherd's candle, okay? And Advent is a word that means coming. And in Advent we look and remember Christ's first coming, but we also reflect on the reality of his second coming as we live in this in-between time and we, uh, we incorporate the meaning of Christmas into our lives. So we're going to read some scripture while we light the Advent candle this morning. Two, eight through twenty. 
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. I invite you to stand. Dana, come on up here. Yeah. Yeah, every classroom looks like the mystery box. You just don't know what you're going to find in it. Yeah, lots of treasures in the classrooms. Uh, Dana, what are you going to be doing uh, Monday and Tuesday this week? Uh, we're going to be doing some cleanup. Actually, it looks like people kind of took on the classrooms, yes. Um, and so Christina and I will be here noon to 3 um, on Monday and Tuesday. So if you have any extra time, um, if you've gotten your place kind of squared away, uh, we have some work to do in classrooms and offices. Okay. So thank you. All right. Thank you, Dana. And thank you for your leadership, Christina. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, noon to 3, Monday and Tuesday. And that corresponds with uh, Anchorage schools that are also out, at least for those two days. So we'll be doing the cleanup uh, back in the children's area. And there's some other places as well. Uh, so if you'd like, we can put you to work. And that's great. Having said that, if there are those of you here uh, who are still in the cleanup mode at your homes, and uh, it's, uh, I know for Lori and I, we just said keep that door shut. We'll deal with that later. It's going to be one room at a time, right? Um, but uh, if if you have a task that seriously uh, just surpasses your ability, uh, if you would call the church office, uh, Sherry will take your call. Sherry McDonald, where's Sherry in the back? Raise your hand. There you go. Uh, we want to, to to help you, and we will find some folks. There are folks that have already called. The church and why you know how can we help are there people we can help what can we do uh so if you're in that situation uh we don't want to be here next christmas and you still straightening things out so let us know will ya so that we can we can help out that way um yeah we do have an abbreviated service uh as tyler mentioned uh one thing that uh, i just want to let you know is that today was going to be the the pastor's reception which is an opportunity for those of you that are either new to our church or have been here a while but want to find out more about taking the next step and getting involved, finding out about our church, 
our denomination, uh, our mission, where we're headed, and how you can be a part of that. Uh, that was scheduled for today, uh, immediately following our second service. We're going to postpone that, and uh, we'll be doing that uh, in the weeks ahead. So uh, if you were looking forward to that or you were planning on attending, uh, we'll put out the word, and we'll, we'll have another event here very, very shortly. So uh, this is uh, an abbreviated service, and so I just have a few words I want to share to you. The real point in our getting together today uh, was just to give thanks to God and to be with each other. And uh, each of us has a story to tell, and that's an important story, and we want to be able to do that. So uh, because we're going to end the service a little bit earlier today than normal, don't run out. Uh, hey, you know what? I was thinking about you on Friday morning, wondering, thinking, praying, and looking forward to being with you because we're family, aren't we? This is community, and uh, God has called us um, to share life together with Christ in the center, and it's in times like this where every single person that I see here, every single person that I see walk through the door of the church I just rejoice and give thanks. It's like, it's great to see you. Really, it's wonderful, right? I mean, it's wonderful the other times, but it's really good now, okay? So I just wanted to to let you know that. So when we're done today, stick around. Uh, Talk to each other. Uh, Encourage each other. Share stories. That's good to talk about your experience and what happened. Um, But just a couple thoughts for me. And I want to begin. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out some dates, and then you tell me. You can just blurt out what happened on those dates, okay? So does anybody know what happened uh, on? I'm gonna make it pretty. Yeah, I'll make it so. So, uh, how about May eighth, nineteen forty-five? What's that? Ve day. That's right. Victory in Europe day. Okay, you see that, that famous picture of the, the nurse bent over and the serviceman giving? Yeah, that's, that's that day, right? That was quite a day. How about, um, uh, November 22nd, 1963? President Kennedy, right? How about, uh, July 20th, 1969? Oh man, I'm Hey, you guys are pretty good. Um, we, we all know, right? Um, September 11th, 2001, don't we? Okay. Uh, where is Heather Smith? Heather, what happened on Good Friday, 1964 here in Anchorage? The real big earthquake. So, right. So, so listen, it's all a matter of perspective, isn't it? This is like, just like a little, a, the, the Friday morning was like a little aftershock to you, wasn't it, Heather? Yeah, 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 okay. All right, so then let me just kind of get it up to where we are today. Uh, hey, what happened on uh, November 30th, uh, 2018 at 8.29 a.m.? Yeah, for some of us, Heather, okay. Uh, for, for, for some of us, it, it, it is the big earthquake, all right? Um, and all those dates are dates, uh, that, that you remember, 
uh, because they're significant. Extraordinary things or extraordinary things happened uh, on those days, didn't they? Okay? But here's the thing I want to say. When we read our scripture today, we think about another extraordinary day. Uh, and that was the day that our Savior was born. Uh, now, the Christian church, or the majority of the Christian church, okay, sets aside uh, December 25th um, uh, to remember and to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, imagine, we read the passage out of Luke 2. It says that uh, the shepherds were, were tending their flock and watching them at night. Okay? Uh, it was to the shepherds a day or an evening like your morning was on Friday. Uh, you were at school, at work, driving to work, getting ready to go somewhere. Uh, Lori and I were uh, just finishing up our, our morning cup of coffee, getting ready to go out and, and start our day. It started out just to be an ordinary day. But in the midst of the ordinary, what happened? Something very extraordinary. Now, think about the shepherds. The shepherds were doing what they do. Shepherds watch their flocks at night, right? They, they watch over their flocks. Now, historians speculate um, that given the fact of the shepherds and what they were doing, that that time really corresponds more with uh, springtime or the Passover than it really does with December 25th, okay? And if that's the truth, then the shepherds were tending flocks, the hillsides outside of Jerusalem, uh, were filled with sheep, and many of those sheep, the best of those sheep, they were used uh, for ritual sacrifice and for religious purposes um, by the Jewish people. So the, the shepherds were tending sheep, and those sheep, some of them, the best of them, were going to be used in religious ceremony, sacrifice, right, that corresponded with the Passover. And there the shepherds were doing what shepherds do. It was an ordinary day for the shepherds. But then something extraordinary happened. You see, extraordinary things happen in the midst of the ordinary. Right? And, and, and let me tell you how I know that's true. When I ask uh, Heather about Good Friday, 1964, she says, oh, that's the great Alaska earthquake. But then she goes on to tell me where she was and what she was doing. Her memory is of the ordinary, right, in the midst of this extraordinary event happening. And so it was with the shepherds. Uh, the angel and the heavenly host announced the birth of the Savior. And isn't it something that these shepherds who uh, possibly were caring for sheep who were going to be used... Right? 
for religious purposes, uh, for sacrifice, for events surrounding Passover, uh, imagine that the true Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The angels announced his birth. And the shepherds, amidst the, the ordinary event of their day, the things they always do, what did they go do? They went in obedience to see about what the angels were telling them. Uh, and then as they went, they shared about what the angels had said, and, and they left that place sharing and testifying that everything that had been told them was true. Well, here's the thing I want to say, and if we can just tie it into to what happened on Friday. Something extraordinary happened amidst just ordinary things that we do every day. And although you'll remember what happened on Friday, when you talk about it, you're going to share what you were doing. And I think that's an important lesson for us as we think about the shepherds, as we think about, about Advent, that we never forget that when God moves, it's often sudden. Often sudden. But it happens in the midst of our ordinary lives. And so are we going to be alert to that? Are we going to anticipate that? How will we respond to extraordinary opportunity or, or to, to times or events or things that happen just in the ordinary parts of our day? Are, are we looking for Jesus in them like the shepherds did? Are we looking for opportunity? Are we alert and aware of the working and the things that God is doing all around us in the midst of our ordinary day? And if God is working, and if he's all around us, and if things of the Lord are happening, which I believe they are, right? Then really there's no such thing as an ordinary day, is there? Because every day is a day, an opportunity for us to be a part of the extraordinary, to be a part of, of God's plan for the world, that great and wonderful uh, divine drama that begins with creation, then moves to the fall, then redemption and restoration, and, and we're right in between that period of time of, of redemption and restoration. And in that time, in this time, the Lord is working. He's among us, and, and he's working, and he's doing things right out in the open where if we take the time, if we pause, if we're intentional, and if we look, we can see Jesus all around us, and we can see the Lord doing extraordinary things. The question is, will we be alert to that, and will we move like the shepherds towards him because God wants to be a part of each of our lives in an extraordinary way as we enter into his plan and his divine story um, of salvation for the world. And so the shepherds serve as a, a great example of people who are looking and who in the midst of their ordinary day are encountering an extraordinary God doing extraordinary things. It was true for them, and it's true 
for you and for me. So, let's keep our eyes open. Let's live in expectation. And together, as we bring Christ hope, healing, and wholeness, let's look for opportunity. Let's look for the Lord doing extraordinary things in the midst of the ordinary. Okay? Pastor Tyler.